podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. My name's Daniel Tulok. It's your boy, half to that hope, half to that freaking hope, bro. We do the podcast every Tuesday. Follow us on all the links. You guys know where to go. Patreon, all that. I posted a throwback for last week. Who knows? It might be, oh, oh, the ball wasn't good. I'm watching, or we're watching Napoli Roma. There's like 30 minutes to go, so or 20-ish. So if it feels a bit scattered, there you go. But uh, yeah, check out, check us out on Patreon. Half Hope, where can people get you before we start? Halfhopefootballhub.com, bro. Indeed. Link is in the description. There you guys go. All right. What are we starting with this week? Totally up to you. You can be the conductor, the pilot. You can talk about whatever uh, you want. Look, let's, let's, let's talk hat trick, man. CR hat trick, man. <laughs> CR3. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. What, what about it? He isn't the issue. I feel that he has made the contribution of what was expected of him. You realize that this guy is joint second top goal, goal scorer. 15 goals. Yeah, he's he's, he's five behind. Um, he's level on points with San, Son, five behind Salah. A guy that gives you 15 Gs at 37 years, years of age, that's a success. So he was never really the issue. The issue was, do you have the pieces to surround Cristiano with? And that's the issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 sorry, he's joined third. Um, Son has 17. Um, oh, wow. That's so, a lot for Son. Yeah. And none of them are, are, are penalties, which, which makes it even much more crazier. So mm. that might be his first free kick since, unless I'm wrong, his first free kick since the Spain one in 2018. No, no, oh, no. I remember there was one I, I saw. Ooh, that was close. Um, 2020, I saw like uh, when when he made it, like uh, all of the you know goal bleacher report, they all had the thing like first free kick goal since I want to say September 2020. So that's Juventus. Okay. So there you go. So it was basically three free kick goals in 1920 in four years. It's not bad. <laughs> you know that, that's all right. That's all right. Just, just. Just you know, one a year. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's it wouldn't be so bad if he didn't take every one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he just if he took the ones on his side or the one with the you know the free kicks that are shaped for a right footer to take. Like you take those ones. He wants to take the ones that's for left footers. The ones like he has, penal uh, free kick specialists on his team. Like like Tony Kroos. How how is he behind Ronaldo at Madrid taking free kicks? Doesn't make sense because Kroos is obviously a better free kick taker, and in some situations he would. But it's just like, like he just bought. He's because I'm me. I'm taking the free kick, and I've scored a few. No, no, because <laughs> in, he just has this career, crazy so. belief that he that he'll always score. And I think it's contagious that his teammates are like, "All right, <laughs> like go ahead, take it." But no, I think I read something today that. 66% of his goals have come against teams that are in either the bottom half or the bottom five of the league. So of those 15, seven or eight of them are against Norwich, Burnley's, Everton's, Leeds's, like those teams. Um, I Has he scored a goal against a would-be top club? He, he, did, he didn't score against Chelsea. Hmm. He didn't score against City. This is true. This, this, this is true. He didn't score against Liverpool, I don't think. 
So who are these goals against is a more pertinent question. Well, rather than we, rather than just the numbers themselves. So, so you're not going to insult Norwich because they're bottom of the, of the table and they're sponsored by Delia Smith. I think if you're 20th, insults are kind of par for the course, bro. <laughs> I mean, especially like people are celebrating your hat trick. I mean, it's okay. Like, it's a hat trick. Somebody has to put the goals in. It is Norwich, though. Um, Ronaldo, he's a problem and he's not a problem. Mm. He's 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 not a problem in the sense that if he gets like, like like we discussed last week, if he gets the chances, generally he'll score them. The problem is he takes such a huge percentage of all chances that players around him suffer for him being there. So Rashford, Martial now with Sevilla, uh, Sancho, Lingard, Pogba, Bruno. Any player that plays in the attacking third and is, whose bread is buttered there will suffer because of how many chances Ronaldo gobbles up, the spaces he takes, the minutes he'll play, penalties he might take, free kicks he might take, all of those things. Ronaldo is hes like a black hole. He's like, I'm going to take everything. And because that's the only way he can generally be useful is by scoring and getting into dangerous positions. Cavani might be another one. Mm. If he doesn't, if he's not at his peak, the team will suffer. He has to score 15, 20, 25, 30 goals. Because where else will the goals come from when he's playing? They won't. Mm. They, 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 they won't materialize. So he has to have a high, you would say like a usage rate, perhaps. Like his has to be astronomical for them to be successful. And that's a that's an issue because he's 37 years old, <laughs> and he, I don't think he should be running a team with the express purpose of let's maximize Ronaldo. I don't know if that's feasible in 2020, yeah, or, I mean, or 2022. Excuse me. No, no, I think you're right. Like it's 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 a it's is a benefit, and also it's a, it's a hindrance. Hence, why I said that you have if you're getting Cristiano. You have to have the right manager to use him. Cristiano with Conte will be a success. Because I think Conte will build the right team around him for where he'll be a success. Cristiano with Ralph or Cristiano with Ole won't be a success necessarily. Because the brand of football that United play isn't going to benefit. And, and it doesn't really correlate with Cristiano's football at the age of 37 right now. So... <laughs> So the thing for United is that whose decision was it to get Cristiano while Ole was it? Because I think let's be admit, Ole did not want Cristiano. No. He was bullied I, into, into having him. So it's Woodward. It's Woodworth. The the United were being shamed because Ronaldo to City was a thing. No, it wasn't that no, that that's for Gazy, bro. No, no, no. I think it was a thing. Could uh, look, Ronaldo was linked with PSG. Wait, wait, he was, Pep No 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 no. Do you honestly believe Pep Guardiola would get Cristiano Ronaldo in his team? Honestly speaking, come. Where, come do, do you remember like Yasser Saeed and like those kinds of United fans when that news dropped that he was going to go to City? They were ready to like rip their shirt and do sackcloth. What's it called? Sackcloth and ashes, whatever that thing is, like in the Bible. Oh, no, where oh, it was no. just like time, time for mourning. Yes, no, 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 no. Here's my conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory is, and Woodward may be involved. Oh, wow. They probably planted and created a new story <laughs> that Christian was going to go to City to get United fans riled up and then 
what they'll then do is that oh no he's coming to united so you basically build this narrative of like he rejected city but he came back home to united that's a penalty so oh it wasn't a penalty Zanola went down in the box. He's injured. Mourinho's going to be livid. <laughs> Mourinho's going to be so pissed. <laughs> Which, where, where's, where's your stream? Like, if, if you give me the numbers. I should think that my 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 my, my stream just effed up. So I'm trying to just, oh. like, load up on my thing now. You know what? That's not a penalty. The goalkeeper got the ball, and then he got the man. So it's just it's just football. It's not it's not anything serious. You just hope Zanola's not injured because he injures himself every game. It seems, and his ankle did a weird thing. So hopefully he's all right. Really good footballer, by the way. Tammy has the ball like it's going to be a penalty. Where were we, Ronaldo? Have you seen the? So apparently, you know, here we go. Or what's 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 Fabrizio Romano's? Yeah, thing? yeah here we go. Yeah, yeah here we go. He's saying that Ten Hag is official. There's a lot of people, rumors about, you know, whether he wants Ronaldo in the team or is, will Cristiano be a fit, this, 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 that. Um, how do you – did we talk about Ten Hag last last week? I don't remember. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. But uh, now that it seems definitely a thing, um, even I think an Ajax spokesperson was like, we'll see. So it's, <laughs> even they have doubt on that side. So it's, it's everything's lining up for uh, – uh, you know, Ten Hag to United. How do you visualize the future of Cristiano Ronaldo in a Ten Hag United? And how do you just see a Ten Hag United in general? Here's the thing. Support. And the conditions. What are the conditions? If you can promise me that he has carte blanche with who gets sold and who gets bought, then I think that um, it's a step in the right direction. I can say, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great and so forth. But all, all, all I can say is that it will just be like a step in the right direction if he has the full support. But I see, for United fans, you have to just tell me, what's, what do you want? Do you want trophies? You're not getting that as long as Klopp and, and Pepper around. And Ten Hag, who just bottled a Dutch cup final, ain't going to promise you that. <laughs> do you just want a football philosophy and actually have an identity? Ten Hag is a step in the right direction. So it's all dependent on what are the expectations of of your, your, your United fans and what is it specifically that they want. So, What do you think their expectations should be? Um, Top four trophies, just good football. I think the expectation should be minimum. You should be in the top four, minimum. And you should aim to get a trophy. Not the Premier League, because I think as well, Club and Pepper, they can win the, the Premier League, but you should aim to win either the FA Cup or the Karabuki Cup. Because the Premier League, that is more a squad, seasonal, experiencing. And I just think that Club and Pep, they're way too far ahead for United just to come and now. And like, they've set the bar way too high. Does a 38-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo feature in those ambitions? If Should, should he? No. Should, should he and will he? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Should he? he? No. Will. will he? Yes. <laughs> so. <a> problem. <laughs> ah, because, okay, if we look at the Champions League and we look at players, you know, like Benzema, Lewandowski, Modric, players are playing well into their mid-30s, 34, 35, 36. 
39, 40, like, I feel like that's even pushing science just a little bit too much. No, no, now, I, and also this dude, he's and also he's freezing himself, bro. This guy <laughs> just re re refuses to stop. I'm like, bro, relax. Oh, Osiman is in. Oh, oh he messed up. He messed up. So my stream is at yeah, seventy nine yeah. minus seventy nine fifty five. It's coming up to eighty yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're showing the highlights. So we're, we're basically synced. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Imagine Abraham and Osimhen together. I don't think Nigeria missed a World Cup in that instance. But, you know. Look, let's, let, let, let's <laughs> not talk about that, please. Thank you. It's a good strike force, man. It's a good strike force. Instead of bringing on Igalo and Musa. <laughs> as, as I said, let's move on. We don't, we're, we're not addressing that. If they brought on the and Musa to save yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay next topic oh uh, <laughs> give me a minute <laughs> okay okay i'm back i'm back i think i'm back okay <laughs> um where to next? We could talk about. Oh, this is this might be a good a good segue. I think there are questions about Maguire and that later, but um, oh, we, we could, assaults we could... on Pogba. Yeah, actually, no, perfect. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Pogba being booed by Manchester United fans. Um, it's they're shouting, you know, f off Pogba, all that kind of stuff, and he was kind of giving it back to the fans, and they and they gave it back to him. The move from Juventus, I feel like you were spot on on this one. If it's good, why leave? Mm. And he went for his dream, and it's not working. You could maybe link this with Romelu and Inter. You could maybe link it with a number of other players. Eden Hazard and Real Madrid. Why leave something that's working to chase a dream when the dream dreams aren't real? You see, look, man, I mean... Look, you know, as I said again, look, the same thing with Lukaku and, and, and so forth. You can't, I appreciate people that are like, man, you know, a place that I grew up in, an academy I grew up in, I want to come back and show that I can, you know, say what's up. But you always have to assess things. And I think, as, as you said, dreams don't always come true. Like, we, we watch Disney. We don't live Disney. You know, we watch Disney because it, it can't happen for real. There's there's no blonde chick with freaking like butterflies on her back and all that kind of crap. That's that's what? that's fun. It's, it's not it's called, like pizza pan wings or whatever it's called, wings, all that kind of stuff. Like that's that's not happening. So you have to um live in reality. And he had to look and say, Okay, if I go to United Ooh, what a turn from ten. Is United really gonna give me what I need as a player? And am I really am I in the best position to succeed as a player if I was to go there? Mm. You know, and the clear answers as we as we've seen is is pretty much no. So there's part part of me is like with with Pogba was he wants the dream. You call it you know the Disney Plus story yeah, of yeah. 
you know, he was with Manchester United in the youth team. I feel like he was wearing number 42. He was kind of in and around the first team, but Sir Alex was like, nah. So he took his career into his own hands, went to Juventus, played with Conte, Allegri, and uh, it was working. And then he gets the opportunity to go back. And part of that dream is you, you didn't want me at one point, so now I'm going to come back and prove to you why I should have been here the whole time. That's that's one piece. Mm. Another piece is bad advice from your agent. He was with Raiola at the time. He might still be with him. Um, but I think his agent was a... Chelsea had the opportunity to buy him, or at least it was rumored, in 2015. He moved in 2016, I think. But that summer, the Chelsea had just won the league, and I think the price was $75 million, and they weren't willing to pull the trigger. And Juventus kept him for another season, and he left. The reason that Chelsea didn't go with it was I think Raiola wanted $20, 15000000 in agents' fees and things like that. When I look at the move to United, part of it is the player's willingness to just, I need to go here and prove myself to people that didn't want me. Okay. Mm-hmm. The team that you build around yourself or like your circle, that has to have your best interest in heart, not just making money. Mm. And I wonder if Raiola's main purpose wasn't necessarily getting Pogba his dream or advising him or stewarding his career in the right place. But this player wants to move and I can make 20, 25 mil on a deal that's worth 90 million just for Juventus. If he had an agent, who wasn't concerned perhaps with money and more just his career. I don't I don't know how you would advise him to move. And, and maybe Pogba is so strong-willed and headstrong and I need to go. This is my only opportunity I'm ever going to get. I must go. In that case, the agent does what he does and makes as much money as he can. But if I was his agent, I'd, I'd hope I would have tried to kind of talk him down from that one two, three seasons, be at Juventus, just a little bit longer. And obviously it's hindsight. I could go, I'd love to go back and listen to what we said at the time. <laughs> Remember when they did the Pogback hashtag? Oh it yeah. Was, it, was, it was one of our first episodes. So it was 20, it was definitely 2016. This is episode like six, seven, eight. We're at like 268 now. <laughs> but maybe we were with it, but I feel like you were pretty much like good for you. You got, you got your dream or whatever, but it's a risk. It's a risk, and and and, and, and Juventus everything, like his his development was going well at Juventus, and I just mm-hmm. felt that mm-hmm. basically he was brought to United to be the to be a finished article central midfield controller, whereas at Juve he had a role which was pretty much a free roaming mid midfielder Bro, with Pirlo, Vidal, and, and so Marquisio, forth, doing the whole like, things. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, this is season six. Mm. I can't call any of them successful. He's no, no, no. It's not. It's, it's been. It's been a failure. There, there was one season where he had like a lot of goals, where he was taking penalties. I remember that mm. one. That one you might call successful. It might have been the one where they won trophies. Yeah, he, he, he hasn't had a successful season. But I, one. No. I can't think of one like iconic Champions League knockout performance. I can't think of just a great season in terms of you know maybe like a Yaya Toure midfield season or a Frank Lampard one where you're scoring a bunch of goals or a Gerard season where you're just controlling everything. Like he hasn't had one of those moments even. Um good goals here and there, long shots, um great passes, 
there are some games he controls against you know smaller teams, but it's it just it feels like it's been a waste. And then you contrast that with what he does for France. Mm. It's like it's Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. It's a schizophrenic career. It's like how can you be so good and comfortable in one situation and then it totally flips when you do club like I don't know. Basically, it's it's simple. So you look at France setup. They're pragmatic. A lot more defensive. Mm. And look at the role that a Kante plays, a role that a Matuidi used to play and so forth. So Pogba has so many good players who are so good in their roles. He is allowed to roam and allowed to really fully express himself, combined with the fact that he's now playing with better players and players who are a lot more skilled, whether so whether through Griezmann, Benzema, Mbappe and so forth. Now it now comes United where the players in those their roles, whether it's Tomlin, Fred, aren't as good as those other guys. So therefore, he's required to do it a lot more, and he's not really he's not allowed to express himself because he has to do I know do a lot more work in that midfield area. And the guys he's playing with, whether it's be a Cristiano, a thing, or so forth, aren't aren't as skilled as do in France. So you know, yeah, like like basically, Man United, which player from Man United apart from De Gea would you say, yeah, but this guy is is amazing in and of himself. <laughs> <laughs> no one apart from De Gea, no one. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no there you go. Like, uh, it's like, look at how good Sancho was when Varane? he was at, at Dortmund, but no, no, no. the fridge, no. <laughs> Luke Shaw's not bad, but I wouldn't call him amazing. Nah, bro, as you know, Fred's Luke not Shaw, bad. I wouldn't no, call no, him Luke Shaw's not been good, Fred. He's been okay. He's been okay, no, Fred, but Fred, no, no, no. I think Fred is going to be very important at the World Cup. Yeah, but but um, which United player would he say? Yeah, man, this guy is amazing. Bruno has spells, but eh. And then there's obviously the 37 year olds. But you know, it's 20. Come on, Tammy. Oh, Ooh, oh! oh! <laughs> Uncle Fine. Boo lives. <laughs> We eight minutes of added yeah, time. Oh my yeah. god! See, we saw on TV that El Shaw was behind. I was like, "Does Tammy see him?" And he did. <laughs> oh, and uh, I found as young, he left the ball. He could have touched it, but yeah. he let it go. But that's that's great play from from Tammy, though, bro. Good finish as well, El Shawari, man. He's still out here. Remember with Milan? Was that like 2012, 13? Man, now play such possible jobs, man. <laughs> And, and 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 guys said, "Oh man, you know it's not over Napoli either." Could win the league. All right, seven minutes to go, guys. In in podcast time, that might be like four minutes with edits. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So one one or two word answers depending on the club you choose. Oh, if no way. Oh my, is he gonna fuck it up? Yeah. Oh, you muppets. <laughs> yeah, I went all English, bro. Uh, what club should Pogba go to? Paris oh. Saint Germain. Paris Saint Germain. I said That's one it. or two words. I was thinking there could be three letters as well. So PSG. That's it. That's that's only one. Ooh, I mean, you could say Real Madrid, but I don't think Real are gonna go for him. But no, no, no. Your question was where should he go to? Mm-hmm. Should I might you know? Are they blue? Are they in London? 
PSG. <laughs> sorry, Pogba at Chelsea would be crazy, bro. If, okay, if you remove Jorginho and you add Pogba, Oof. I think bro. that works. So, so and also, so basically, as he's, he's with Conte, Kovacic. And, and and also so 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 he's free this summer, so it's only gonna be a, a wage. So he's free in the summer. I think. I think he's a he's a free agent this summer. Or am I wrong? Hold on. Transfermarkt.com Pogba. It will tell us. He has a contract, except the cookies, fine. Until 2022. Yeah. So June 30th, 2022. So he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. He ain't signing a contract extension after being kicked, kicked, kicked in the face by a fridge <laughs> and booed by the home fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, gone. he's, like, he's gone. gone. He's gone. He's gone. So, bro, imagine Pogba at Chelsea, man. United have soured this to a point where who cares if I go to Chelsea? Like, it would be on brand yeah. at this point. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. People have been asking, is this the greatest rivalry in English football between Manchester City and Liverpool? Because you've been around a little bit mm. longer than me on, on this planet, spinning ball, mm-hmm. if you believe in it. Shout out Lord Jamar. Um, <laughs> Who still doesn't believe in COVID? <laughs> he thinks the earth is flat. Yeah, I, love, <laughs> I love Lord Jamar, Lord but bro, bro, bro. Do you think this rivalry surpasses United Arsenal with Fergie Wenger? No. Why not? The intensity. Vieira like, Keane in the tunnel, all that kind of stuff. Like, like he, like basically, like, uh, like this is this has to be the the nicest, most amicable rivalry I've seen in in a while, bro. <laughs> They're so they were hugging each other after the game like they they hug each other especially it's a nice sport scene where there's respect like see Arsenal United there was animosity Mm. guys wanted to fight each other and they generally hated each other pizza game yeah like guys threw a whole pizza and and also we all we we all know about Mourinho and Wenger and Evoyeo and so forth so bro (laughs) specialist in failure yeah I mean basically Liverpool and City it's about they're just the two best teams in the world. It's nothing more than just oh, two best teams in the world, and that's and that's pretty much it. You know, nothing more. Look at the touchline. There is no order. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, just it's everybody, it's players. <laughs> Italian football is so crazy. But just at this Roman guys, they're, they're just so bad. Also, when he's stressed, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, well, why weren't you stressed against Ghana? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you feel about no? Let's let's, let's no no let's, no no. Let's not. Let's. That's not, for an let's. extra about. I don't even want to say what. Um, this rivalry is about just how good the teams are, as you say. Just they find themselves in semifinals and finals and things because they're just really good teams, and that I suppose creates a rivalry in a sense. But there's, as you say, there's no animosity or hatred. I don't feel that anyway. 
yeah, Fernandinho had one challenge on Monday that I was like, oh, that was a bit, that was a biting one. That felt kind of like 90s, early 2000s. Mm. <laughs> but other than that, I don't, I don't feel hate. A rivalry would have been like the the temperament that Atletico had with Man City in the week. If Liverpool had that kind of animus against Man City where they're like fighting Jack Grealish and mm. going after different people, then yeah, like that's that could be considered like the temperament of a rivalry. But this is just we're really good. We always meet up with one another, but you know, we're friends, I guess. Like friendly can you have a friendly rivalry? Yeah. Well then that's, it's like that's... it's not like when we fight or do whatever, it's intense, but as, as soon as it's over, we're like friends. We, we can shake afterwards. That's a friendly rivalry. So basically it's everything is kept on the pitch. But then when you look at El Clasico and so forth, that's like an intense rivalry where it's not it's just friendly because it's on the pitch and it's off the, the pitch as well. So but see, there are things that are historical as well. And political. Mm. So with Barcelona Catalan, Spain, Franco, Franco. it's all, yeah, it's all political. You could have the Manchester United, Manchester City proximity history that goes United Arsenal. They've been around since 1800s or early 1900s. That's historical in terms of two generally successful clubs and mm. periods and things. City and Liverpool, this is, this is new. Like they haven't had to have a rivalry before because City were either weren't good or Liverpool didn't overlap with their success or whatever it might have been. So um you can have historical things that make it that extra that extra level. Madrid Barca is the perfect football rivalry, really, because it's political, it's success, it's mm. uh longevity, it's everything. And also it's like, like small guy against the, the the big guy and all that kind of stuff. So we can talk about Madrid. We're just going anywhere. Where the spirit leads us this mm. week. They played Sevilla. They were down 2-0 after 30 minutes or something like that. They clawed it back. Rodrigo scored. Uh, Nacho. Nacho came on. First mm. touch, maybe. Big Benz did it again. Benz, um, bro. That's the dude, bro. <laughs> oh, the game's over. The game's over. So 1-1. One, one. I can exit this link. Good equalizer from Roma, and I think that makes them unbeaten in 12 or 13 games. Um, and I think they play Inter next. So if Roma will decide who wins the title, perhaps, with all these. They, they have the opportunity to take points, play spoiler. But, uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold but, up, hold up, hold up. I think this might be breaking news. Uh-oh. Well, let me, let me share this. Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah. Uh, when when was this posted? Like thirty nine minutes ago. Like it's just yeah. Just, yeah. Wow. Um, that's sad. So no, that's Cristiano so Ronaldo just posted online that um his 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 child passed. I don't even know what to say. That's look at this. I mean, it's um. That's 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 just that's just that's, that's that's, yeah. That's tragic. No, but also also because because I think she was pregnant. What wasn't she for a while, isn't it? I don't know. She huh. seems regularly pregnant. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's sad. Blessings to Cristiano, man. Hopefully, <sighs> what was I saying? 
It makes football quite trivial. Mm. Um, Benzema. Yeah, it's coming back against Sevilla, 3-2. Ballon d'Or secure. Because this is what I wanted to say. Is this the time in which the Ballon d'Or new rules take effect where it's just for the season rather than the calendar year? I think so, yes. Oh, then it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. Because, because here's my thing. Even if City or Liverpool win the, the Champions League, no player will have a kind of impact that Benzema has already had for Real Madrid. So there is no other player that can do enough for the remainder of the season that's done what Benzema has done. So it's a done deal. Unless it's it's some kind of a a thingy, man. So I I think it's at the end of this season, end of 2022. If they change it so they can include the World Cup and they say this is the last year, then it will just be dependent on you know whoever wins the World Cup. If France get to the semi, he wins it. If or if they get to the final or win it or whatever, then he'll win it. Portugal get it, then Ronaldo will win it. If Argentina go far, then Messi will win it. It'll just be what it is. Even though Messi hasn't had the greatest season in terms of goal scoring, playmaking, he's been pretty good. I don't know how hard it is to play make for Mbappe. Oh, sorry. Breaking news. <laughs> more news. Kendrick Lamar's new album will drop on May 13th. That is much better breaking. Yeah, news. that's yeah, that's, that's a bit more impressive. Thank you, yeah, thank you, thank you. wow. It, does it have a title? Mister Morale and the Big Steppers will be released on May thirteenth. Oh man, he's he's coming with some heat. Yeah. Do you know that Black Star coming out with a new album? Yeah, but you have to um, subscribe ah. to the Lumina and so forth. I'm like, come on, guys. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. I got you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but no, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Oh, okay, you know what's this is for an extra? Let's because that's that's yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, do you know, uh, maybe, maybe I'll do it because it's 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 Yasin and it's Talib. Maybe I won't steal. <laughs> no, no, because that's what I said because when he interviewed him, he t- that, that's why I haven't listened to um his album on Tidal. I'm like, you know what, based on what he said, I'm like, you know what, I'll I even said this on Talib Kuli's Instagram. Tell me where we can buy it. I'll buy the freaking CD. Just tell me where I can buy it. Let me buy the whole. Let me buy the freaking CD. And I'm, I'll buy the CD. Balance. Balance has been restored. Balance is, yeah. um, Benzema, he has a pretty good case. Who's the oldest ever Ballon d'Or winner? Modric would have been 32, 33. Oh, Sir Stan, did Sir Stanley Matthews win it in like the 60s or 50s or something? Like he oh, must have been 70. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, anyway. What else is on the is on our list? Chelsea played in the FA Cup. They played Crystal Palace. What did you make of of your team? Oh, oh, oh you mean your team? Oh, what would I make of your team? Well, your team. <laughs> no, you played team. horrendously. First half was a disgrace. Okay, here's the thing. You know, I I truly am envious of fans who can go out on loan. I'm envious. <laughs> Do you know how good it is that? I'm watching trash. I can go out alone, see some and support quality. And when my parents' club starts playing proper football, I can always re- re- return. I don't think but, that's real, though. I have hope. I feel like people go on your hangouts and they say, I'm on loan, I'm on loan. But it's a joke. Like, people no, 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 aren't no, no. really it's supporting not, it's that real. team. It's real. No, it's real. It's, it's there's real. no way. It's real. So, it's so real. are you saying that Red Devil Studio is really a Newcastle supporter? Or is this just something that it's a performative thing to oh, no, just no, no, get no, no, laughs from people? Red Devils, okay. 
I remember when we were doing a stream with Red Ocean, and I said, you know, you run a United YouTube channel, which means that you have to do a post-match, no matter what. So in a stream where, this was last season, when United played Liverpool, Liverpool were really bad. And United lost, and he just said, cut off, and he didn't do a post-match. I said, wait, you have to do a post-match. And he just didn't do one. So I think he took it really, he took it so much to heart. I said, you know what, screw this team. So he just went, let me just, because he lives in New, in Newcastle. So he's like, look, man, let me just create a separate identity and be a, a, a Newcastle fan. Because you, see, you have to understand, there are two types of, of fans. And I think my channel is breeding in the modern fan. You see, I'm the fan of the old school, which is that you choose a team, it is stick what it with is. It, man. And you have to stick with it. But a new type of fan, which was led by a Juju man, <laughs> which is more modern, our guys were like, if this team is boring, I'm just going to go, go to a freaking a different, different team. Or if a player I like moves teams, I'll follow that said, said see, player. See, now I understand that. So, like, I, I use FG as an example. He loves Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. So, if he's with United, I'm with United. It's the same, same, same instance. When he was going to City, the, in the group chats I'm in with FG, he's like, we going to City, man. We going to City. We going to win it. We got Pep. We got Pep. Three days later, Pep is trash. I didn't want to go there anyway. We're going back home to United. You know, he just moved from Madrid to Juve to United. Like that's that was his that's his thing because he's just following his favorite player. I'm like, so when Ronaldo retires, what happens? He's like, I'm not gonna watch football anymore, or I'm gonna find wherever his kid is, and we're gonna <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo Jr. I think is in the youth academy somewhere with United or City or wherever he is. Like that's his plan. So just you just follow the lineage. It'd be like you know if you support George Weah, then wherever Tim Weah goes, that's your new team now, something like that. So there's that, which I find very strange and odd. However, I do understand having a favorite player and traveling with your favorite player. I did that in the NBA with Vince Carter for years. So it is what it is. But I don't support the team though. Hmm. That's the thing. Like I supported the Toronto Raptors when he moved. Or just like when mm. he moved to the or was traded to the New Jersey Nets, I was not a Nets fan. Mm. I just I wanted them to do well as a byproduct of my favorite player doing well. Mm. I think these people are actually moving teams. That like I am becoming a supporter of the team as well, which I find very strange. I want to see, but here's my thing: I have no before now. It's something that I couldn't do based on just how I've grown up. Yeah, but. You see, what I don't like is how fans guys just say, oh my gosh, you're a fake fan because you move teams. I mean, this, you are. This, this is a game. <laughs> it's not real life. It's not politics. It's not life and death. It's a freaking game. It's a pastime. It's a hobby. No, where guys can get a ball inside a freaking fish. It's not that deep. So if somebody just wants to be happy because I want to support a team that makes me happy, that's on you. <laughs> life is crap enough as it is. Where should you have to suffer through your hobby or your, or your, or your, or your pastime? But if it you is fake though, Hapo. Like if 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 nothing can be real, then it must be fake. Like if if your support to a team is mm -hmm. temporary or conditional, then you're not a fan. You're just you're just a, a but, passer through. Football itself isn't real. It's fake. It's manufactured. It's uh, a game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, how deep do you want to go? That's why I said like, should we wear clothes? Bob said that it's not that deep because this is a game. It's a game that's we buy into because why do we follow football because we want to be happy mm. because no no 
Now that's what I said. That's what I said. There are two types of fans. One type of fan, football is, is real life. It's real well, because it's Newcastle about the community. Newcastle haven't won a trophy in sixty years, sixty six years, I think. Yeah, their no, no, fans no, no. are rabid, bro. No, no, but, but so, that's what I said. There, there, there are two types of fans. There's the fan who, for football, it's real. It's about loyalty, about faith, it's about community, it's about family, it's about a, a history and so forth. For the other guys, for football, it's a pastime. It's about entertainment. It's about watching the best players play at the highest level and so forth. So they just view players as entertainment. And the two types of fans, no one fan is, is better than the other. They're just two types of fans. And you have no right to sort of look down on no, that think... other fan that's joins different teams. They're just a different type of fan. No, see, so... I, I understand why you have to say that. But I don't have a YouTube channel where people do that happen. Oh, no, oh, no. If I didn't so, have a... No, no, no. I, I, I can say that I don't think you're a real fan. I I think no, you're no, a no, fan no, of no, football. No, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. But if I don't I think you're a, a, a true fan if of I, that club. If, if, if I didn't have a YouTube channel, I'd say the same thing. Because my thing is, what gives me the right to look down on you? Now, I'm not your type of fan. But if you do that because that's what makes you happy, I'm like, okay. Like, Jujiman says that, bro... My life is already stressed as much as it is. I just want to just follow a team that makes me happy with the best players. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Now, I wouldn't do it. But if you do it, why should I look down on you? I'm because... not saying he's not a football fan. Of course, Juju is a football fan. But when he's supporting Manchester City, he's not a real Manchester City fan. And what he's, does that he's mean? He's there conditionally up until the point where Pep does something silly. And okay. then he's like, okay, where do I go to next? Okay. Then he's a Bayern fan. So you were, you, he's a fan of football. But he's not a fan of clubs. That's not real. Otherwise, because you stick with your no, team. No, no. But, but then again, what's my channel called? My channel is called Half of Football Hot. Yes. So my main thing is football. To talk yes. about football analysis. Now, I if you love your club and swimming, that's all cool. But the main core of it is we're here to talk about football. We're here to talk about the best players, football philosophies, football formations, the World Cup, things, the football history, trophies, what they all mean, this and that. So if... Axes. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so, so if you're, you, you move teams and so forth and everything, okay, like, uh, we're here to talk football. I don't so have a problem with you moving clubs, Double H. If you want to move a club every week, go for hmm. it. Just don't say I'm a fan of that club. You're not. You're an observer at best, but you're not a, a fan. Is a fanatic, someone who lives and dies with the results okay, you of, of with their that. team, okay. that whose mood changes, bad or or otherwise. If saying saying I'm a fan of a club and then giving yourself permission to move means that that club has less of an effect on you, because whenever this thing makes me feel bad, I can just throw it away. So Daniel is a Chelsea fan for now. And then he decides to go to Manchester City. Then Manchester City start becoming bad. Then he goes to Liverpool. Then Everton all of a sudden get money. Now he's an Everton fan just because he's chasing things to make him feel good. All right. I enjoy football. I like the sport. I like the rules and how how the game flows or whatever. But I'm not a fan of Everton once I reach there. I'm just waiting on something bad to happen so that I can move to another place. I feel like a fan is someone who lives with the the, the club up and down. And going through the downs is what makes the ups feel good. Like no, 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 no. Here's the thing. There's a separation. It can't always be ups. No, 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 no. Fan and, fa and fanatic. A oh, fanatic, <laughs> you are there regardless. Yes. Okay, for instance, let me give you a fan. I would argue that I'm a fan of the Chili Peppers. I'm not a fanatic. 
I'm a fan of the Chili Peppers because there are albums I like and the albums that I don't think are very good. I'm like, nah, the album is not very good, so I'll I'll check out. And I'm not so obsessed where I'm like, oh, what are they doing every single time and everything. A fanatic is you enjoy everything that they do. You want to find out uh, the history about all of the guys. You watch all the documentaries. You watch all the behind the scenes, and you're fully obsessed. That's a fanatic. And this is between a fanatic and a fan. <laughs> so I thought fan was short for fanatic, but if you want different no. definitions, that's fine. Let's do some questions. Did we get any? Oh, we did. Wow, we got a few. All right, let me hit the likes. From Belindo FCB. Okay, let me help you. What would be a bigger dod? Benzema winning the Champions League with Madrid or Liverpool doing a treble slash quad? Liverpool doing a quadruple because if they do so, they have to be drug tested. So Liverpool, the, 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 the quadruple. You know, I'm, I'm going to wait until it can't be, it, until it can't happen. Or until it does happen, to give you my thoughts on this quadruple. It's thing. no, it's not going to happen. It can't happen. It's impossible. I'm, Too many I'm, I'm just going to, and maybe they lose the league. They lose the uh, the FA Cup final will happen after the league ends. No, probably. no, no, no. FA Cup final is is in between. Oh the wow, games. So okay, so we'll we'll wait and we'll see. You know, Liverpool, Chelsea, Chelsea can't lose three in a row. Surely, mm-hmm. yeah, I say that, but they can't. Um, I don't think winning a Champions League with Real Madrid is that difficult considering they have the most and in, in, in terms of degree of difficulty. Yes, this is a bad Madrid team relative to the teams Madrid have had in the past. Yeah. If you look at like the the Ronaldo era, Raul era, go back as far as you want. Um yeah, I don't I'm not giving Real Madrid dod for winning a Champions League. I don't know if I, I'm not capable of doing that. It's not like Porto or something like that. Marseille or Red Star Belgrade. It's Real Madrid, the most mm. successful team in Europe ever. There's no dot there for me. Maybe you could spin it into Benzema degree of difficulty, but no. Um, how does he keep getting away with it from Sudan's TG? How does this Ancelotti guy, thank you for being nicer than in your last question where you called him names, how does he keep getting away with these comebacks? <laughs> Madrid would be the worst team. Madrid could be the worst team on the pitch for 80 minutes and randomly Vinny and Benz pop off for three. <laughs> it does seem like that. Where Madrid will be outplayed and then there's just some crazy spell Carlo of Juju. 10, 15 minutes. Carlo Juju, Carlo Vinny Juju. And Benzema figure it out. You know, it happened against PSG. There were times against Chelsea where it looked a bit sketchy. Then it wasn't. There were times in against Sevilla where it looked weird. Then it wasn't. You know, it's what did Mourinho call it? Football heritage. Yeah. Football heritage. <laughs> I don't know if he exact. I don't know if he meant it exactly like this. But there are just some clubs where they're just winners. And the, which is, this is why I can't give them Dodd, exactly. There are just some clubs that are winners, just natural winners. And Madrid are the most natural winning. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter who's on the pitch, really. It's Madrid. They, they win. have that personality. Yeah, it's a culture. It's just, it's who they are. Losing to, to Sevilla, if there's time on the clock, if there's at least 10 minutes, we can get a draw. Maybe we even win it. 
And that's what they did. Um, and then you look at the players like Modric and Casemiro and Benzema and just the if once you go down and what have these players won? Oh, they won everything. What is losing to Sevilla really? Like we, it, it, it's fine as long as we have time. We just need just don't go down three. <laughs> if we can get it two one, they'll shit themselves. You know why? Because we're Madrid, and that's what happened. <laughs> From Jax365, how will Hope react if Queen Lizzie's teams win CL, EL, and ECL? <laughs> Plus, if Rangers and West Ham make the final, what will that look like? Um, first of all, <laughs> racism will go up 206% globally. And there's going to be a, a, a second colonization push around the world if that happens. That's what you have to be prepared for. Because I think this is a, uh, okay, it's zip. <laughs> Don't speak, Daniel. <laughs> you said this is what? Nope. I was gonna say some reckless shit, but no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, I mean seriously speaking, if that happens, the media is gonna run with that like crazy in England. They're gonna run crazy like that. Oh man. They'll be like, Oh, like this is this shows the brilliance of the, the English football Premier League. It's not the strongest the world and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I mean you know you, you, 10 years is a better sample size, but they will run away with this. And look, it's very possible. Leicester can beat Roma. West Ham can beat Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the UCL fan is going to be Liverpool against Man City, so it could very well happen. It could very well happen. I don't think it will happen. I think one league winning three finals in Europe. The- it's possible. No, no, no. Okay. It's unlikely. Champions but it's League possible. might be a given. Yeah. yeah. So... Then you're asking West Ham to win a European title, and then so, you're so, asking so, so, can West Ham beat Leipzig in the final? Mm, tricky, tricky, with especially Kuhu, with how um, Konku is playing. He looks it's tricky. It's tricky. But again, Bundesliga tax is real. <laughs> when, when, when I see those numbers, I can't think anything else but yeah. Well, no, 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 no. But... He was doing it in. <laughs> I think he was doing it in the UCL group. It's just that the defense Kuhu was trash. It was them, United, Villarreal, and Atalanta. I think. Was it, actually, no, was it them? Wait, did they, did they have Atalanta in the group? If you pulled that off the top of your head, congratulations, man. That is impressive. Um, 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 maybe, actually, no. Oh, no, I was wrong. I was wrong. So, no, they had... Um... It was Villarreal and United, but maybe that's a different group. Oh, so, yes, City, PSG, and Club Brugge. City, PSG, and Bruges. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. That was yeah, look, they had City and then PSG. What, what would you expect? And I think he scored against both of them, I think. Okay. So I stand corrected. Even if your first group was the group, I think I still would have given you like mm-hmm. I stand corrected. Because that's not that's not an easy group. Mm-mm. Everton or Burnley, Spurs, United or Arsenal. Who stays up? Who makes top four? So Burnley got a result against West Ham. They were winning the game and then they drew one mm-hmm. one. They sacked Sean Dyche, which I feel is a smart move. I know people are mad and sad, and the English journalists were like, ah, but you need something different, clearly. It's not working. Get him out of there. I don't, you know what it is? I don't like him. So him being sacked, I felt good. (laughs) I'll never meet him, so that's fine. But I don't like him, bro. Like his points about, they asked all the Premier League managers, do you think five substitutions would be a good idea? His thing, he said, no, because the top teams 
have bigger squads mm. and squads with a lot of international players in it, and it will benefit them more than it benefits us. I'm thinking you even if you're correct, you're you don't beat City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal as it is. But why give them an even extra advantage? That's not the point. That's that's not the point. The point is you need the help against Leeds. You need the help against Norwich. You need help against Crystal Palace and Everton and Saints. No, 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 but, but, you, but you, he's, he's speaking at a wider. No, he's he's speaking for other guys, not even himself. He's saying that okay, look at how tough City have it against Palace. Now, even I'll give City five substitutions and so forth, that gives him an extra edge against a team that you're they not struggle catching with. them anyway. This is not Bro, about that, him; it's about other teams who can give Bro, City issues. Have, have hope. What is the gap between first and third? I don't know. A lot of points. Okay. Then what is the gap between first and seventh? A lot of points. What's the gap between first and 18th? You really think two substitutions is going to make the difference between us getting beat? Basically, he's saying, I would rather get beaten 5-0 than 7-0 against Manchester City. That's what he's saying. Like, please don't give them more power to beat us up more. I hear that. Compelling. Up until the point where you think, what if two subs would help you beat Leeds to get three points to get your ass out of the relegation zone? Who you the the losses to top clubs will happen anyway. You could give them one substitute or unlimited. You'll still get beaten by Chelsea 4-0, 5-0, whatever it was. Bringing on Lukaku or Havertz or whoever it is from the bench is not going to change the fact that you're going to get beaten. What could change though is what if I could bring a fit player in a game that's even? where I'm playing Norwich, where I'm playing Watford, that could make the difference. So he's looking at it from a warped angle. And when I hear things like that, I'm just like, bro, just get him out of here. If that's his logic, then he's just holding everybody back. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Everton being relegated would be fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, Frank Lampard and this and that. It would be fun to watch. I, I don't hope it happens. I don't wish relegation on anybody. Um, except who was who who sacked the one dude? West Brom when they sacked uh Moore. I I did kind of wish relegation on them, you know, politically speaking. Um, as for top four, nobody wants it. United don't want it. Arsenal don't want it. Spurs don't want it. They're they're just trading losses, and whoever loses less will will, will get it. Um, who do who do you think gets relegated? Who do you think gets top four? Dillich. Um. I think Burnley, I think Burnley, Watford, Norwich. Top four will be obviously Chelsea, Liverpool, City, and United. Oh, United. Sneak yep. in. Um do do do. That was from Gowan69. Shout out. Three more questions. What are the reasons for some clubs having bottle genes like Spurs, Arsenal, PSG, and Barca from Suleiman? So we spoke about winning genes with Madrid. Why do some clubs have losing genes? I don't do Arsenal have bottle genes? I guess for the past decade, maybe they've won a few FA Cups. I think Tottenham may no, no, I think you look and look like a Tottenham. It's you, it seems like Tottenham probably do. Do you have a good answer? Have you thought about this before? Nope. <laughs> like, it's because it's weird because because how can you prove whether it's him as a, a losing gene? It's, it's hard to prove. Uh, so. you, but you know when Chiellini said it is the history of the Tottenham. Oh, yeah. 
like players must recognize like certain clubs that they just it happens to them too often to, to where it's not something in the the fabric of the of the club or the shirt or whatever it is in the same way that Madrid, you kind of trust that they'll they'll figure it out and they'll win somehow. Even when they lose, it's a shock. When Spurs lose, it's not a shock. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just them being Spursy. Two more questions: What football team and what era would you guys like to? Would you guys do as a TV show like the HBO Max Winning Time Rise of the Lakers Dynasty? Have you been watching this? Mm-mm. Oh, you haven't. You haven't watched. Oh no, I've I've seen the trailer. The trailer looks good, but I now I've not seen it. Though, bro, I, I would run see it. Bro, as much as you like basketball, man, you gotta watch it. It's really good. It's oh no, really no, no, it looks good. It looks good. It looks good. Um, yeah. Last question. Any thoughts on why Islam from Black Emoji is almost glorified in football? For example, Cross and Inshallah, or Twitter <laughs> pages praising Muslim players for fasting or thanking Allah after a goal. The commentary, I, Arabic commentary. I've wondered this my whole life. It's the commentary. It's the commentary. I think, think? The, the commentary is the most epic. It's the one that gets the most retweets. So guys just now bring like Muslim Islam sayings to, to football. But it's to do with the commentary. That's my explanation. I just think it's, I think Arabic sounds cool. Crossing inshallah, crossing <laughs> alhamdulillah, crossing. <laughs> <laughs> the fasting thing. I find interesting. You know how Conte might have a bad game or Pogba might have a bad game. Hmm. And if it's Ramadan, you know, they're fasting. So it's maybe not an excuse, but a reason that you pull to that, like, could you imagine fasting and having to run? You can't drink, you can't eat, all of that kind of stuff. So um, I just feel for people who aren't in it, that's an interesting kind of wrinkle. Like, you know how Kyrie is fasting now? Oh yeah, in the playoffs, and it's a new story because people who are maybe Christian that don't fast, they don't have a good reference for it. So to to people who aren't Muslim, it's a novel thing. Mm. To people who are Muslim, perhaps it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, crossing inshallah, I've always wondered why we're allowed to say that. It's just like it's fine. <laughs> it's just like, why are we using? Arabic and and God in that way, I don't know. But maybe they don't have the same do not use the Lord's name in vain thing that we grew up with. I don't know. I'd have to ask a Muslim. But yeah, shout out to you guys for listening to the podcast. Peace, Um, peace, peace. Thank you, um, We we, we did the, what, talking with, with Tosin Makinde. So go Mm. and check that out. Half of where can people get you? Half of footballhot.com. Yep. I'm at the end to look. Talking Tactics podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. Peace, peace, peace. Shout out Uncle Moo. Shout out Uncle Moo. Sports Social Podcast Network.